Jimmy, why didn't the chef slice the cheese? Hmm. She had greater plans. <laughs> hey, one more, one more. Okay, how do you order food at the new restaurant called Karma? Huh. There's no menu. You just get what you deserve. <laughs> oh. Oh, are you par messing with me? Thanks for having me back. He's back from uh, shooting his voice to space and then back. And he back. Is back. From it's his crazy. headphones. What they can do with technology. The fact that it goes all the way up, hits satellites, goes up some towers, hits other things, comes right. back. Yeah. With a little device in your pocket or wrapped well, around your head. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So this episode, we're going to talk about a few fun things. Um, we got some energetic doozies we need to discuss. Um, oh, oh man okay so first um i wanted to share that um you know we've been going to the bin stores and we find like these super funny random things right because they're just people's amazon returns so i find these like amazing pair of sunglasses i'm so excited about them and i tell josh and <laughs> i tell josh about them i'm like man there's like rainbows all over in these glasses <laughs> it's like yeah they're polarized and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I never had polarized glasses before, but I was very excited about the nice. rainbows in my Good eyeballs. Find. Good find. For sure, three bucks. And then um, I was at the gas pump at 6.30 in the morning at Sam's Club. Okay? All right. I usually get up early. I like to go there early so no one's there. There's a bee buzzing around me. A straight up bee. Like, it will not leave me alone at this gas pump. <laughs> too early for you what time do the bees get up pretty early <laughs> pretty early have you ever seen that video of there was a guy at a gas pump and he's standing there pumping gas and a bee or i'm pretty sure it's a bee is flying around him and he takes his lighter out of his pocket and he goes to like no get the bee and his whole car goes up in flames like idiot. instantly oh my gosh you instantly. idiot I mean, that's a little more different than, yeah, don't get back in your car and out of it because it'll cause a static charge. But, like, let's pull out flames with gasoline. I mean, no, 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 no. So, uh, yesterday we were, um, I, you know, I'm a hiking ambassador, right? Remember, I signed up to lead some hikes and um, there was a girl that stopped by. We had a tent. Our girls who hike had a tent at Meet the Mountains Festival. Uh, little charity buddy stopped by. She just moved here from Texas. She wanted to do a hike. And I needed to schedule my first hike. So I thought, right. let me schedule one. I'll do a beginner one. You know, it'll be like a slow pace, like a walk. You know, it's gravel out on the, the path. And so, sure, super easy. 
we get done about two and a half miles and then we come to this like dirt part in the the uh, well the road of the park and she i said look this one goes like into the mountain like for a hike or we can just turn around and come back and she's like well i'll do it if you do it and i was like well yeah i can't leave you you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) right and so then she i was like well i can't guarantee how this is gonna go right like and i don't hike without hiking poles right for balance and plus when you have your hands up higher it keeps your hands from swelling because your hands are higher like up by your chest you know so uh, we have no poles um i just expected to just walk on gravel and so then we start going and it's switch back and it's like we go up two thousand feet of elevation we're at the top of this mountain. I mean, it was stupid. <laughs> we had to keep How taking long did it breaks. Take you? <laughs> the whole hike took four hours. <laughs> it was like five miles. But that for it was we were like uh, back and forth. Yeah, back like and cattle, forth. like coming yep. up the hill. Oh my god! And roots and tripping and you know you're trying to like I'm like I'm pretty sure it evens out up here. I kept saying yep. that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Just get to the top right up here. Yeah. Even out. But when we were on the gravel part, at one point, you know when something like rustles in the leaves? Well, it, so something, it was rustling fast at us, and I jumped over to her, and she grabbed my arm so hard. And she's like, oh, well, I was fine till you jumped because you're the leader. And I was like... You panicked, so she panicked. <laughs> I was like, look, all right, Charity, I'm not going to lie. Like, being a a little hiking leader, I don't do mice, okay? Like, squirrels, snakes, spiders, I can do all that. But mice, I'm out. I'm out. That makes sense. (laughs) Who knows? So all I kept thinking is if this is a mouse running at me, I'm out. Oh, thank (laughs) heavens. It's just a bobcat. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, We did see a uh, white-tailed deer up at the top of the mountain. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Ugh. I was a little nervous, though, because, you know, when you're, like, the farther out you get, you can't hear or you don't pass anybody, you yep. know? Like, the the gravel trail, we were passing people all the time, you know? And then I'm like, oh, if some one of us goes down, like, I mean, I guess I could scream and somebody would know we're in the mountain, but, like, you don't know where we're at. <laughs> you're only an hour, hour and a half from something. Well, there was a golf course down there, too, you know, so uh, I don't know. It was just funny. We were laughing about like, well, I mean, if if something comes to get us, like, shouldn't it go get the golfers? Because they probably had like salmon for breakfast. So like, go get them, you know. Yep. Pastrami. (laughs) And then um, last night we went out to dinner and Shannon had Shannon had a drink a drink right because now she's lost a lot of weight so she gets blitzed like super fast oh yeah oh yeah so she had like two sips and she's blitzed they call it bullet i don't know have you ever heard that like when she gets drunk they call it bullet she's like i think you talked about i think you said that on here before so she gets bullet and she's like i am so hot and starts telling us she's hot because she has shoes on She always wears sandals or flip-flops. And she's trying to blame it on her tennis shoes because she was so freaking hot. It was uh-huh. silly. I exfoliates out her feet. Yeah, we were laughing. So we're all crying, choking on our chips. You know what I mean? It was it was a lot going on. Yeah. How Too about much. you? How about you this week? 
this week, Jen, num- actually two things. First okay. thing, we got the, uh, it's the only blue moon of 2023. It rises this week. Mm-hmm. All right. It'll be, the, it's the blue moon because it's be the third moon of this season, but it's the second one of this month. Yes. And it's, it's going to be a super blue moon. Super blue moon and the energy is intense because it is the second full moon of the month. Of the month, Jen. And it's showing up with a special guest, Saturn. Should be Saturn. Saturn in the sky. August 30th. <laughs> the night of August 30th. Super blue moon. Special blue guest, moon. Saturn. With appearing guest, Mercury. Mercury at Retrograde <laughs> Arena. <laughs> it's a doozy. Super blue moon. Special guest, Saturn. Yeah. Blue moon. Oh, yeah, Who's yeah, saying it's that? It's supposed to be intense. Blue moon. Who is that? Is that the penguin? <laughs> oh no, penguins can't sing. <laughs> you turd. <laughs> with you. Oh, they did Earth Angel. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's all right. Bomb, bomb, dang, dang, dang. <laughs> yeah. Was that that? Oh, that's Blue Moon, right? That is Blue Moon. All right, let me look it up now. It is the uh, come on, penguins. The Marcells. Okay. We'll take the Marcells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, Super Blue Moon. All right. Yep. What else and you got for us on that? it's supposed to be crazy big. It's supposed to be like a ridiculously big, like the biggest the moon is supposed to be this year is Whoa. this moon coming up. Yeah. So, Jen, I also, when I was looking it up, found that the blue moon will affect different zodiac signs differently. Okay. I didn't even take that into consideration, but I came across that. So I have this list of zodiac signs. The moon is supposed to rise at 935 in the spiritual sign of Pisces. Okay. Because I did notice that a lot of these zodiac signs, it mentions the Pisces or the Piscean interpretation of what it is. Yeah. Uh, But I looked mine up and the gist of mine was pretty much the Piscean energy encourages you to connect on a deeper emotional level with your partner and loved one. Okay. And that's for... What's your sign? That's for Virgo. Yeah. Yep. I looked up okay. mine for Virgo. Uh, yours, Jen, what were you, a Leo? I'm Cancer. Turd. I know. You act like a Leo. <laughs> no, I uh, don't. Don't, be <laughs> don't be surprised if travel is on your mind, this lunatation. Cancer, the Piscean influence, encourages you to broaden your horizons and seek new perspectives. Yes. Hmm. Whether through travel or educational pursuits, embrace opportunities for personal growth that can connect you back to the cosmos. Okay. Cancer. That's cancer, Jen. Cancer. Okay. So start. So cancer is July and like mid yep. end of June, end of July. So oh, I just dropped my rock. <laughs> okay. Um. So start at cancer. So you already did Virgo. So go to Leo. So Hang cancer. Cancer. So Leo. Yeah, Leo's next after. Yeah, Leo's eighth is house. Of, yep, is the eighth house of the intimacy and resources. It's taking center stage this full moon. All right. So for this reason, the fire sign shouldn't be afraid to embrace vulnerability and deep connections, or engage in transformative conversations with loved ones. Mm. Hmm. That's Leo. Virgo, I just had said, make a connection with loved ones on an yep. emotional level. Libra. Libra buddies. Uh, establishing balance is an essential part of Libra's everyday life, and this lunatation is no different. The full moon encourages you to find a balance between your daily routines and your physical and mental health. Mm. Engage in self-care practices that nourish your body and soul. 
your body is asking for a reset. Oh. All right, right, Scorpio. Don't be afraid to tap into creative energy during this full moon, Scorpio. Embrace your artistic inclinations and allow your imagination to flow freely. This energy supports projects that allow you to express your authentic self. The creativity portion is not a challenge for you. Sharing <laughs> with the world would be better. The work lies in believing in art and artistry for others to embrace. So embrace your artistic side, Scorpio. Scorpio, okay. Scorpio, Sagittarius. Sagittarians should prepare for a shakeup in the home and family department. Mm. Yeah, this is a time to address emotional connections within your family dynamic. It is a great time for a home reset, remodel, deep clean, and move the energy in your home around. Oh, yeah. An herbal home cleanse with sage and lavender leaves. It's recommended. Sagittarius. Capricorn, because Capricorn's third house of education will be activated this lunatation, the Earth sign will feel compelled to engage in conversations that inspire, uplift, and explore opportunities for intellectual growth. The expert also shares that the Capricorns may find themselves taking charge or leading a seminar during this time. Oh. Capricorn. All right, and for Aquarians, for Aquarians, this full moon is all about money. Money, 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 money. Piscean <laughs> energy encourages you. Piscean energy encourages you to reassess your values and financial goals. This is time to make mindful decisions about your resources and seek emotional fulfillment beyond material possessions. Jen, you're yes, feeling money. this strongly. <laughs> you are feeling this strongly with having to count every dollar, and it's time to make a plan and budget for the rest of 2023. That's Aquarius. 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 Pisces. As the lunatation occurs in Pisces first house, the water sign will experience a heightened sense of intuition and emotional sensitivity. Embrace self-care and self-love and use this energy to set intentions for your personal growth and manifestation. Work on strengthening the I am factor in your life. I am affirmations amongst your daily spiritual practices will bring forward a stronger and bolder you. Bolder you! All right, and Aries, get ready to do some serious reflecting, dear Aries, because the full moon will illuminate your 12th house of spirituality and introspection. This lunar energy invites you to slow down and connect with your inner world. Embrace this quiet time to recharge your spirit and gain insights that can fuel your fiery pursuits in the coming weeks. Aries. Aries. All right. Aries. Taurus. Taurus. Bull. Friendship is in the air for Taurians, this lunation. <laughs> lunation. I've been saying lunitation. Now that I, I don't. You're I'm pretty sure that's I've where lunatic comes from, though. I think I've been saying lunitation, and now it's, I realized. Let me look back. It is. They're all, it's supposed to be lunation. It's all right. It's, all it right. is where lunatic comes from, though. Yeah. Friendship is in the air for Taurians, this lunation. That's a goofy word. Lunation? Lunation. Lunation. <laughs> I'm calling it lunation. At least it has lunar in it. A little okay. more closer. Yeah. Friendship is in the air for Taurians, this lunation. Stupid. Yeah, sound right. <laughs> Sounds As like lotion. Moon, <laughs> I know. As the full moon illuminates the Earth sign's 11th house of groups and friends, this energy will encourage you to seek meaningful and healing communities to 
come together and explore collective vision. Now collective is the time. Vision. Collective vision. Now is the time to find like-minded individuals you can form a community with. Taurus. Taurians. Taurians. Lunation. Taurian lunation. I gotta remember lunation. <laughs> lunation. Just lunation makes it just sound like it's a process. Lunation sounds like a nation of lunatics. <laughs> Luna. Try lunation. Lunation. I'm thinking lunar. Lunation. Yeah. All right, Gemini's. Gemini should prepare for career woes to weigh them down this lunation. <laughs> it just doesn't look right. As the full moon travels through the air, signs 10th house of career and reputation. Tensions may, may be high or may feel compelled to let go of a certain aspect of your career. Trust your intuition and explore ways to align your ambitions with your heart's desires. That's what the astrologers were advised. Okay. So that was Gemini. That was the last one. Gemini. Cancer. Oh, yeah. Remember when we would go on the Gemini? That was our favorite roller coaster. Gemini is a good roller coaster. That is. Remember when you used to go next to the other car and you try to high five them? Even though yep. you were like eight feet apart. Seems like you're about eight feet apart. You try to high five and then you would slap each other's. You, you try to high five and then you'd wait for that that board to be up at the top where it looked like you were yep. going to hit your hand. They did have like a board that went over the, down. You, everybody would pull their hands down all like as people went by, even though it was probably eight feet away. Yes. Yep. Yes. Nice. Super Silly. blue moon. Super blue moon. Very intense with the side order of Mercury. Mercury in the microwave. Retrograde. <laughs> Makes it sound like it's wrapped in tinfoil. Retrograde sounds like a cheap form of tinfoil. Speaking of space, yeah. though, while okay. we're talking about space, I want to bring up real quick. Uh, this was out in the news this week. Uh, the U.S. Space Force. Are you familiar, Jen, that we have a space force? I've seen that show, but that's about it. It's not the show, Jen. This is a legit group of people. It's Air Force. Like, we have Air Force, Army, Navy, Space Force. Okay. Keep that in mind. U.S. Space Force creates their first unit dedicated, Jen, to targeting adversary satellites. Yeah. Jen, we're changing the way targeting is done across the joint community when it comes to space and electromagnetic warfare. United States Space Force has activated its first and only unit dedicated to targeting other nations' satellites and the ground stations that support them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Support them. <laughs> I feel like I'm excited for Space Force because I feel like they finally have like a legitimate reason. Yeah. Like a purpose. They're like, oh, satellites? We're in space. That's us. I feel like they actually got, they, they're like, I feel like they're, I'm psyched for them. I feel like they got something to do now. That That's not... What was that noise? Did that you hear a noise? Yep, that was a text coming through my phone. Oh! Got, you know what it sounds like? Down. You know those like little chickens or something <laughs> that you like, it goes, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah, I do know what you're saying. <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. I was like, oh God, what is that? <laughs> Mercury knows we're talking about it and it's making up noises in our headphones, right? It's, yep. This is our space noise. Well, that's pretty cool. Yep, they're tasked with providing intelligence on adversary space capabilities. It'll do things like analyze the capabilities of potential targets, locate and track these targets, as well as participate in target engagement. Presumably yeah. refers to destroying or disrupting adversary satellites and their ground stations. I think that's what they're using them for, is to find the ground station that these satellites communicate with uh -huh. in other 
countries so that if we go to war with them, we could just target that one building and take out, not have to take out the satellite. Oh, take, gotcha. That's what, that's what I think, personally. That's yeah. What, when they say adversary satellites and their capabilities and the ground units. Ah. Also, oh, no. Jen, this has this does not have anything to do with space, but I don't want, I don't want to forget about it. This weekend, Jen, we are in about the 36th hour of what is known as the largest manhunt for the Loch Ness monster in over 50 years. Oh Jen. my gosh! Jen, they're they're looking for the Loch Ness monster. They have a permit, I believe, for 48 hours for okay. all of Saturday and Sunday. Today's Sunday we're recording. We're halfway through Sunday. Yeah. So I'm about they're about 36 hours into it. The Loch Ness Center has conducting. I want. I don't want to mess this up, only because they're using some pretty high tech stuff. Okay. They're using thermal imaging drones, infrared cameras, hydrophones to detect underwater sounds in the yeah. murky waters. It's a two-day event, the largest manhunt in 50 years. They've invited hundreds of volunteers to come out. They're hoping to surround the lake. They want people to bring all their own equipment, whatever they have, webcams, cameras, everything. They're coming at it with everything, Jen. Dang. For 48 hours. It's going to be the largest, I think, the amount of technology that they have also that they're coming, that they're listening and checking everything with. I don't know. I think it's going to be crazy. What if, what if he's on vacation? What if he's gone? Well, the thing is, Jen, is people do believe they've seen the Loch Ness Monster on land. And there's yeah. a stretch of from the Loch, which is the largest inlet body of water in Scotland. The Loch Ness is the largest one. But about 10 miles, I believe, or 12 kilometers, something like that, away from there is the sea. And people okay. have people believe that they have seen the Loch Ness Monster traveling through the woods on its way to the sea or on its way to the lock. So people believe it does come and go from the sea to the lock. Mm. Now, I don't know if I believe in that. I believe more people would notice the Loch Ness Monster going through land. Yeah, I think right. It have a, if it was as common as some people believe it is, yeah. I think it would have a path worn in there. Okay, yeah. Not to think. mention, it's mostly woods. When you look at it on the map or Google Maps, it's mostly wooded. Yeah, so, wouldn't they be but, smashed? Wouldn't they be broken know. down like a trail or something? I don't know. But if the Loch Ness Monster does exist, I believe that there's a good chance they could get some kind of signs of it. Or if it does not exist, I believe they will come up empty-handed. What so, if it's an alien? The Loch Ness Monster? Well, the, I don't know about the Loch Ness Monster, but they do. people do think that, like, going back to Space News, that aliens could be, there's a good chance they could live on Earth under the water because that's one See, of the things that we, yeah, we know more about space than what we know about under the water. Yeah. So, and that's not saying much because we don't know much about space. So yeah. it shows you how much we know about what's going on in the water. What concerns me is when like these, you ever see these large things that wash up on shore? Yeah. Like they've had squid tentacles that are like 50 feet long. Yeah. Wash up onto shore. What is that attached to? Right. What's down there? And where did, yeah, where did it come from and where is that thing now? Right, and that's one tentacle, and you're gonna, you know what, that's... Yeah, and we're just like, oh, this is weird. That is crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying the Loch Ness Monster is the biggest thing on Earth, you know, I don't no, know. No, but I'm just saying, like, but just, yeah. just like you're saying, like, we just don't know. We don't know I mean, what's down there. The problem yeah. is it's a lock. It's only one mile deep. I think it's one mile. Oh, okay. At its deepest spot. I could, It might not even be a mile. It could yeah. be shorter but i want to say almost think you could see well i guess if you were up high enough i mean it's crazy to think like 
when you're up above oceans and stuff, like helicopters and stuff can see down into the water, you would think you would just be able to see down into it, but I guess... Right. Uh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Or they even have such high-tech stuff now, they're trying to just even detect movement and sound. Yeah. Like something that big, if it was down there, it, you would think it would make a sound. Yeah. I don't know. Or what if know. it hibernates for a few months? Kind of like... You know what I mean? Like, what if it digs down into the sand or the bottom? Oh, and I then, know what you're saying. I know what I you're mean, saying. I this know. is a lot of questions. What's I crazy? I hope they find right, something. I know. As right now, we're like 36 hours into it. They're doing it right now. Yeah. Like, that's happening right now. This minute. There's drones flying overhead. They're, I mean, there's people that have searched for it. Yeah. The most in-depth search I've heard about prior to this, they pretty much drag nets across it. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Had, they had microphones to... on it. Yeah, Dad and I talked about it on the Ron table. Yeah. They had, had microphones on the net, but they were just dragging nets across the lock. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't even like one complete sweep. It was like they went down and then back through the middle and then again on the side. Gotcha. So it wasn't even like one, let's check yeah. it. You know, like if it's something in this net, pick up the net. Yeah. You know what I mean, no, it wasn't like that. So, and that was the biggest one prior to this. So now they're using the te- all the technology we have on top of like hundreds and hundreds of volunteers. Right. So it's kind of like, if it's going to show up. Now is the time to make an appearance. When you have that many firsthand accounts. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. It's like Mothman. Like the Mothman, what's crazy about him or even like, I don't want to say like makes him a little more believable is that like 185 people saw it at one time at one event 185 i believe 158 i'd have to look again seen it at, on top of the silver lake bridge right before it collapsed yeah that's crazy you know what i mean you can't miss that many eyewitnesses and these were all like townspeople that were like pastures they were doctors they were the policemen like there was like these were regular townspeople that would seen it i hope that's what happens with the loch ness monster yep that would be cool we'll see We'll see. We'll see. I got a Canadian guy. Oh. <laughs> I know. I was just going to start. <laughs> Jen, look what I found here real quick. What'd you say? Okay. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, here. Real quick, if you got a second. Look what yeah. I just happened to find on here on my phone. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to tell you something real quick. Um, One of my friends posted that um, there's a Facebook page called Architecture and Design. And somebody designed this, like, it looks like a portal. Like, can you see this here? Oh, yeah, I see it. And so one's in Lithuania and one's in Poland. And they built a, a portal between. So when you look in the mirror, it's actually live. Like, those are the people in Poland. And that's really the people in Lithuania right at that moment. That's awesome. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. That is awesome. I've read something about something similar to that. It's not what I was thinking, but also that there is a phone booth that they have over in Japan that is known to, you can go there and you can make phone calls to deceased loved ones. I did see that. Like, it's just a phone out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And it's not hooked to anything, but like, there are times where people will hear people answering them back. Whoa loved ones yeah and loved ones they believe also that loved ones that have passed that know about the phone that when they were alive will use it to communicate 
because they know you know does that make sense yeah 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 it's like this red and white phone it's like a white phone booth with red trim it's out that's crazy but that's i've heard something similar to the portal but this may have just been like a camera thing set up not as cool as like what you got going there yeah yeah i know (laughs) i just think it's so cool like we call it a portal but really it's just like a, a it's just like a live picture you know but Really, you're just waving at somebody in another country, which I think is like so cool. Right. Yeah. Right. If you know, if you connected that portal and you just ran a line through it, like imagine like a a wire going from the backside of one portal all the way around to the other portal. Yeah. And if you were to take the both portals and put them facing each other, that's pretty much time travel. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That'd be like time travel. All right, Jeffy, that's pretty cool for uh, Loch Ness Monster, the Zodiac, Mercury and Microwave, and all the Super cool Blue things. Moon. Yeah, Super Blue Moon. So if you have an update for next week, um, I will. make sure uh, you bring it to us, okay? Hopefully I got an update at least on the Loch Ness Monster and yeah. Super Blue Moon. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Right, well, I'll see you. you next time. Later. Okay.